The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. We're off and running on a Tuesday. What's up, Brigade? How are you? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff in the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. We are live on YouTube and Twitter, replay on Sports Grid at Boston versus the book on both of those outlets to find us live. Chat is rolling as always on a Tuesday. Dave, I saw you this morning. You were Bearing gifts, bringing boxes of fun things. <laughs> Jeff Benny, man. My goodness, my bro. This shirt is absolute fire. This is not my doing, by the way. I did not do this shirt. Benny, we love you. Thank you. We should put all the stuff you say on T-shirts. It would be pretty good. We would be printing them nonstop with this ridiculous. I was right for the record. Um <laughs> I got I got a, a bunch of stuff as well. Thank you, Chef Benny. Um, this is that's phenomenal. My little mini helmet right here. Okay, a BVB helmet, and I got the personalized neck thing. It says Consig underneath. Um, Benny, we're going to have to talk about getting these done right in mass because I think people might want these things. I'm ready for football. We're ready for football. This is the UNLV model. Yeah, this is the the UNLV model. Look at that, Where's and it's just Peralt on the back. <laughs> and it should say "Head Bostonian." So whatever, phenomenal. I Chiefs. love it. Yeah, listen, Chiefs. we got we got all kind of things. There's there's BVB pens now. Look at this BVB <laughs> pens, Bostonian versus the book. And um, last Tuesday, we paid tribute to a little rapper's delight. I think we we're going to do that again. I think Today? Tuesdays might be wrapped. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're, we're going to get to that when, when some more people get in the chat. We're trying to get people every day. Roll Call Friday blows away every day as far Does. as listens and views and everything. And we attributed it originally to just longer shelf life. But I think it might be because of the Roll Call thing. So, Oh, no, that's why. That's if rapping Tuesdays yeah. may have to, to to come into play to get people here on Tuesdays or listen. Will you take requests is the question. Possibly. We have to be very careful nowadays with oh, do we ever. the lyrics and no one wants to get canceled yes. over lyrics. But yes, there will be a little rapper's delight um, verse a little bit later. 
in the show. Um, we, we're, we're on it. We're going to talk about the Bucks. I got the memo, the Bucks, but I wore the wrong Bucks. I wore the Pirate Hell. Oh, works. Buckos. Do you call yeah. the Buccaneers Buckos? I know the Pirates are called the Buckos, but Pirates are called the Buckos. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are called the Bucks. They don't go like Buckos. Bucks. Okay. Yeah, no right. Buckos. Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Why are the Pirates called the Pirates? Um, this goes back a hundred years. I don't know. Oh. I really I don't know. I think maybe okay. they had the logo. Because like, like might be. How like many we pirates are on like the three rivers, like <laughs> the, 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 those wild seas of the three rivers? <laughs> it is kind of rocky out there when you go out <laughs> in that water and you never like, know what's floating in that water. It's, it's like brown black, as could be. Blackbeard, like going up and down the coast of those three rivers, <laughs> raiding people. Like, are there pirates in Pittsburgh? I mean, the Gateway Clipper is a big boat, oh. you know, that takes you out, party boats, the Clippers. I, I I don't know if they could have gone with that, but they went with pirates and it's been that way forever. I, I really don't know the origin of it. If anyone in the chat knows, put it in there. I never thought about that. I was like, Pittsburgh's landlocked. So how the hell is Pittsburgh with pirates? There's like, water surrounding the whole city. What are you talking about? Landlocked? It's, not, it's a river. It's not, it's not a coast. But it's past the different places. They're not landlocked. I mean, they're landlocked from the coast, but it's, it's a right, major yeah. arteries to that. The Ohio River's gigantic. Correct, but it's not. It, it's not. It's like it's, it's like saying Omaha is on water, like because the Missouri River is in the middle of the country too. So is Pittsburgh in, in terms of this? Pittsburgh's it's the same situation. East Coast. Are we going to do this again? Pittsburgh is not the East Coast. If not you're going to yell at me, if you're going to yell at me about Nevada, about Las Vegas, is on yelling. the West Coast. Why do you always think I'm yelling? I'm not <laughs> yelling. You're, you're yelling. You were like Nevada, Las Vegas. I said it's a West Coast town. He goes, "We're not West Coast." You we're said in the desert. So how so Pittsburgh is how far from the ocean? Six hours drive. <laughs> We're closer to the ocean in Nevada and Las Vegas than we are, and you are in Pittsburgh. This is true. So which is Especially it? If you're driving East Coast versus West Coast, I'll give you Pittsburgh being an East Coast school, but East Coast town, but it's it's a landlocked city. Like Omaha's landlocked. It's on a river, but it's landlocked. So it's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. is landlocked. That's it's fine, landlocked. There's rivers all around. It. Correct. Water. Yes. yes, there's water all around. Yes, that's true. But I, I, I wonder if, can you take a river? If you got on there, one of those three rivers, could you get to the ocean? Be a long, be a long ride <laughs> on that river. Does that river, you know, drop off any? Cause it, I'm going to take the Ohio and then get onto the Mississippi and then get all the Mississippi. way down. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. You got to go, gotta all, go all the way down. You can't go oh, across. There's nothing that goes across the okay. Atlantic ocean. No. Okay. You gotta go down to the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's not something I think I'd ever want to do. I don't think I'd want to be on the Mississippi. No? That's, no, I don't think I'd ever want to do that. I don't like being on water for that long. It's like it's – that's why I don't like cruises. I don't like, we got to like, go to Mississippi. We, we might have to go to Louisiana. Oh, and, hell yeah. And, and New Orleans. Is New Orleans. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that has we to happen. You, you, need, you need to see LSU. You need to go see that. An LSU game at night you need to see at some point. That's what everybody keeps saying. Too fun. It's just yeah. the, the tailgating the whole day. Oxford's phenomenal. I mean, the sightseeing is unmatched. It's it's incredible. They mm. they, they love they love to tell you more Mississippi more Miss Americas have graduated from Ole Miss than any other school. They love telling you that. <laughs> That's a tried and true, passionate thing that they'll talk about with their fine dining, their china, their chandeliers inside oh their tents. Oh, yeah, it's something else. Tailgating on the Grove is something else. That is an experience that 
most Northerners, I think, need to have because when you have it, you might go like, wow, this is not what I thought. <laughs> like, this is very different. It's very fun, uh, very uppity. And then Starkville is very different. Starkville is very much on the cowbell side of things. And they're very so if loud. you're going to take a cruise, say we did a BVB cruise, right? Okay. Where right. we went on a cruise, which you, you'd rather do it on a river or on the ocean? We're talking about America, right? Well, if we go on a cruise on the ocean, we got to leave America, go to the Caribbean or something somewhere, or go to Mexico. That's what I'm yeah, right. I'm just asking because I mean, you can do you go, can do a cruise Catalina Island or something for because I would cruise. love to do a cruise. Like there's cruises up in Alaska on the rivers in Alaska. You yeah, can I ain't do. doing that. No, nor do I. I'm with you that. So I'm just just, just asking. Um, yeah, I probably would want to go to Cancun. Like I probably want to leave like San Diego and go down to Cancun. Okay, go down, go down and around. Got to do it East Coast. I think we got to go to Florida and then go 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 to like the Bahamas, Bermuda, those go islands. Basket, go watch basketball. Leave from Miami and go watch like the the, the tournament Bahama. at the uh, at the Bahamas. I mean, that'd be a, that'd be a fun tournament. Where you doing do it? Right? Go down there in March. Yeah. Get out of the get people out of that cold in New England and Chicago and New York. That thing's in November. That Bahamas thing is. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I'm confusing March. Sorry, that's yeah. March. Yeah, it's November. Okay, but eh, before, I guess before, get them out of the guys in the chat, girls in the chat. If you're where here, would you hit go? The subscribe button, hit the like button. <laughs> yeah, where where should if we were to plan a cruise? We're not, by the way, but <laughs> we're not right we're not. now. Just if we would hypothetically, well, we're talking to everybody. I mean, it, would, it might come up. Like, I don't know how well attended it would be, but would you rather I mean, like bands have the, the, bands started doing it. Three eleven does it, does a cruise with their fans. Really? Yeah. They do a three eleven cruise every year where they go and play three nights. It's a three night, two day cruise. And you go and hang out and party and go to the concert. They play for like three hours every night. It's all three eleven fans. Guarantee a full house. Pretty much. And they can't go nowhere else. Once <laughs> you get on a boat, you get out. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you're captive, right? They got a captive audience. They know you're going to show up. They're going to play in front of a lot of people. So, wow. I mean, bands have started to do that. So I guess we could do a BVB, you know, do live shows. And I don't know how the internet is on, on a cruise ship, but <laughs> figure out how the internet is. I guess. JC from KC says he loves cruises. He's been on three of them. He's loved every one. Have you <sighs> ever been on a cruise? Yes. Don't like it. Been on one. Don't like it. Not a family. One fan. on two. One with the family when I was young. I've never um, done the family. I've only done it with in my single days. Oh, yeah. Me, brother Doug, sister Dina, sister Dara, and my mom um, went on a cruise. And that's probably the reason why I ended up in Curacao. Because <laughs> saw I it. saw a bunch of different things. And I was like, I'm right. coming back here at some point. And then after I went to Curacao, I came back and went with a, a, a girl named Mame. M-A-M-E. But uh, her name was Melanie. And um, okay. almost, <laughs> almost got, almost got tricked with that one. Almost, Ooh. that was close. It was very close, but we survived it. That was a trip to the Bahamas. Oh, huh? that was different. That was a four day or, yeah, yeah. no. I did the four day, three night thing. No, yeah. Thank you. By the third yeah. night, no thanks. Had enough. I was, I wanted out. I was like, get me the hell off of this yeah. thing now. Not mm -hmm. a fan of it. A we big did. part of it is is the company. And like, you know, if we were True. to do a live show, which you're going to talk about right now, that would make it, it would be good for the company. Mm. Speaking of live shows, the countdown is on. So Francisco has asked, two people on Twitter have asked. Yes. The answer is yes. 
we will be able to have you guys come to the broadcast place on the 24th and 25th, a week from Thursday, a week from Friday for Circa Million and Circa Survivor Weekend. Starts on Wednesday night, I believe, but then they go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't think there's anything going on on Sunday. I don't think so. But there is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We are signing up a ton of people. We're going to be essentially living at Circa for those four days. And we'll have a ton of interaction with you guys and a chance to come and hang out with you guys. So if you are going to come to town, yes, the answer is yes. You are going to be able to hang out with us and come say hi and whatnot. So you are within driving distance or you want to fly in or whatever circa million weekend. I know they have, they have rates uh, for people who are going to come in and sign up. I know that they're, that they're doing specials and whatnot for that. Mm -hmm. So just contact circa or look at their website, circusports.com and they can give you all the details as to how to do that. But it's going to be a fun couple of days and they just did bet bash. So they're revved up and ready to go. Then, you know, it's, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine now as to how to handle a big group of people coming in next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, basically for circa million and survivor weekend. We're live Thursday, Friday from the ballroom upstairs. We won't be in the book. We won't be in that overhang where we were before, nope. right by Victory Burger. Nope. We're going to be in the upstairs ballroom. Upstairs ballroom. Yeah, upstairs ballroom. So when you come in, if you know Circa, you guys kind of got to go going up. So that's coming up a week from Thursday. Okay, what happened last night? Uh, let me ask you this. Better fit, Zeke to the Patriots or Cook to the Jets? Which running back, veteran, Cooks, Brandon Cook's on for more money, and how much... Dalvin Cook. Who would you rather have had on the Patriots? Zeke. Tell me why. He is a goal line short yardage back. Okay. I want Ramondre. I want Ramondre Stevenson to stay out of the scrums. I don't want him getting twisted and turned and battered and beat up. So Zeke we is. Could, we could Zeke's have used gonna, Dalvin Cook for that. Nope, because you have you have. I want Ramondre Stevenson to be the bell cow back for the Patriots on first and second down, and when you need a yard, you go get Zeke, and you just let him Did run you call in the, him the bell cow. Ramondre, yeah. What 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 does that mean? Bell cow back. You don't know, you never heard of a bell cow back? Before? No, no, no. I I'd like you to explain it to me. Sure, a bell cow is the leading cow steer, the big steer that leads everything. You put a bell on it because, and then they all follow it. Oh. The bell cow. Okay, so the, you if if Dalvin Cook goes to New England, that changes the possibility of the bell cow back. It splits carries in first and second down, and also screen passes. I mean, Cook is. I mean, Dalvin Cook is a really good back, but he's a weapon and a half out of the backfield catching the football. I mean, if I'm a Viking fan, I want to throw up that he's going to play with with Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I do. I I, I would. From a productivity standpoint, I think Dalvin Cook will have a bigger year than Zeke will and have a much bigger role in the offense, in particular early until we see what happens with with, with Hall's ACL. So you would rather have Zeke, though? For the Patriots, yes, I right. want Zeke. But for the more, from a pro, the if better I'm looking at DFS, better back is Dalvin 100% Cook. 100% Dalvin Cook. And with the Jets, it's a better fit in terms of what the influence. I don't think Zeke, Zeke is really that big. would have done nothing for the Jets. Uh, no, I think you do the same thing he's going to do for the Patriots. He's a guy who can get you two yards. He's he's a, a load to handle. He'll get you two yards. When he, when you need a short yardage back, a, a, a goal line situation, he's going to be a touchdown vulture. Zeke, anytime touchdown, week one, week two, until the books adjust, you're going to get plus money on it. Hammer it. He's going to score touchdowns. 
I can't believe you said you'd rather have Zeke. I don't think yeah. it's a question. I I, think I'd rather obvious, have Ramondre's better than I all three. Of them. Settled for Zeke. Stevenson's better than all three. That's fine, but more weapons and more insurance if a guy gets hurt than ever. I mean, like, I want the better guy, no? Fair. I mean, I I, I can, but also the money. I mean, he's it's $2.5 million more for Cook, so it's a bigger contract. And right. you you how much does Cook really have left in the tank for a whole season? I don't know. I know in the first month he will have a lot, and he'll be pretty impactful early. Hmm. I don't know. I saw this on the line, and I was like, he, he, he that P. Roll's trolling me here. This is an easy question. What's no, I don't think it's that easy at all. I, I, I think it's a really interesting. I mean, that's why Zeke signed first. Zeke signed, and then Dalvin Cook signed. They were waiting for Zeke to come off the board first. He was the more coveted of the guys because he was cheaper. Everything cheaper. The, how much gas tank is in there? Just durability wise. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott. I, we'll see. I mean, we, we know what doubt we, we know what the Cowboys did to him. They ran him into the ground. Yeah. So what happens when the Patriots don't ask him to do that? What happens when he's not the guy that has to carry the ball 10, 15 times a game and it's four to five times a game, six times a game. What could he do? How explosive could he be? Could he be a guy? I mean, the Patriots always do this. They rotate through guys based upon the game plan. Right. So there may be a game in with Elliot has 15, 20 carries and has a huge year running the football. So we'll see. I just, I like the fit for the Patriots because it's what they needed. Cook's going to have his carries taken away the second they get Brees Hall back. The second they get their number one guy back, he is the starting running back. Cook will go to the bench. Hmm. It's just all about the need. I think they're using, they're going to use Cook out of the backfield, like with passes. It's, it's, I think you're right. It's a good fit for them. It is. More reasons for Jets fans to be excited. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. For, for them. Also, the I just think it, it would have been great for New England, too. I didn't think this was much of a question. I thought, oh, no, I think it's, it's a good for Zeke. And, you know, no, they took maybe him first. that path is is OK, but I don't know how much impact he has going to have other than inside the red zone. Like, you Which know, is huge five. for the Patriots. The Patriots couldn't score last year. Right. Patriots had a huge problem in the red zone last year. Like right. That was <laughs> go back and look at the games they lost. All those one score games they lost. There's so many losses that they've had. It's it, it's been it's been crazy. So there's our text. That's good. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I was like, who is that that's texting that? That is like, right? Uh, who is that? I love so. when I get those texts. Call me. Okay. Okay. Call me. Yeah. Sure. We will. Um. Yeah. It happens all the time. <laughs> to me. Thanks. <laughs> so. Anthony Richardson is now the starting quarterback between the time I did the rundown and the show, the Panthers said that they're taking Bryce young. He's their starting quarterback. And it looks like CJ Stroud will be the starting quarterback for the Texans at some point. I mean, it's the top three quarterbacks could all be starting week one who were drafted in April. And this is a surprise. Well, what happened to waiting? What happened to getting the Those guys ready? Can't wait. That's why they got them. They don't have an option to wait. I mean, but you're going to be bad. Do you really want to throw the guy to the fire? And like, I mean, the offensive line in, in Houston's awful. Might get yeah. CJ Stroud killed. Yeah. Well, I, mean, well, I don't know. I, I think I would rather start, you know, week three, week four. I mean, no one's going to follow the Mahomes model anymore. That's just dead. No more. Not unless you draft a guy and with the understanding that we have a guy. 
I mean, yeah, but they all, they all have backups. They all have backup quarterbacks who could play. They all have guys who could. Yeah, be, but they don't have a starter. Right. You know? No. They, right, they, right. they have a backup. So I don't know if this is the best course of action. Do you, do you think this is the best course of action when you have a, if you have a not. starter and your team is, eh, you throw a rookie to the fire. If I'm the, the Steelers Colts. did it, but they had an all pro defense. They had every piece in place on the offense and said, right. We'll teach you the basics, hand the ball off, you know, quick decisions. We'll, we'll put you in a position to succeed. I mean, of those three, Richardson's got the biggest mountain to climb. No, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see what we see once we get. I mean, the, the Texans' line's awful. <laughs> the Colts have an offensive line. <laughs> the Colts, it's not great, but it's better than the, the, the Texans. So I don't know. Richardson can move. You know, CJ Stroud isn't really a mobile quarterback, not known for his athletic ability. It's more of his cerebral, his arm, his ability to play the position. I don't know. I mean, I get why. I mean, it makes sense for the Panthers, I think, with Bryce Young, because right. he's got weapons to throw to. Like they got they got a they got an offense that's worth talking about. I mean, they they're, they're gonna be they're the odds on favorite to win the division, in my opinion. So even, I think the Panthers are gonna be I'm very high on the Panthers. I'm higher than most people on the Panthers. I, I like them in the South. I know the Falcons are going to be there. I know the Saints are going to be there. No, but I like the Panthers too. I like them a lot. So I think the Thielen addition is really nice for a young quarterback to have a possession guy like that as a binky to throw to whenever he's in trouble. I like it a lot. So that starting, I'm okay with that. You've got Garner Minshew in Indianapolis. Like you don't have to start Anthony Richardson. Even if, he, even if he's the best quarterback in camp, you don't have to put him out there game number one. And they are. And choose the ultimate backup, isn't he? He is, but he he started for teams. Teams he has I mean, Philadelphia he thought he to. was the guy who at one right. point, like they thought he could be the starter for the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm not saying he's better than Anthony Richardson. I'm just I'm going like you don't have to put this kid out here right away. Like start the clock now on him. I don't I don't know. I I'm a believer in waiting. I'm a believer in letting the guy get some seasoning. Let the guy play in the preseason, and then ha- if, if you're gonna stink. Why have him take the hits? Why have him take the abuse when it's unnecessary? It's the way it used to be for the top quarterbacks. Didn't Peyton Manning go two and 14? Didn't Troy Aikman go one and 15? Oh, yeah. There were guys that they got drafted out of necessity. They were the better guy at camp. They had to play. And teams understood. I, I don't know what the expectations are. But then, I mean, Tom Brady the came in. Expectation wise, Bryce Young has the highest expectations, right? He does. Well, he's picked first, so yeah. Well, no, but of those three, the the, the team expectations, the Panthers, mm-hmm. Panthers are legitimate trying to make the playoffs. I mean, I yes. guess the other two teams are just trying to beat five hundred. Like, well, I mean, the Colts play in the South, so I'm sure they think that there's. I mean, if they cut, so do the, the Texans. Yeah, that's true. I, mean, I, I just think Texans are so bad. I just think I think D'Amico Ryan. I think that I think that the talent discrepancy between the two is kind of low. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is the question. If without Jonathan Taylor, then I think this team is going is going nowhere. They they need Jonathan Taylor to play this year for the Colts. So if you have him and Richardson together in the backfield, that's could be formidable. Even with a with a, with a, an average offensive line, they could move the football. 
the Texans don't really have that. Although, I mean, I do like their back. I do think, but their other line is so bad. And right. I, yeah, I mean, that tank guys is, is, is flashing in preseason. Everyone's going like, grab him in fantasy. And okay, we'll see <laughs> what the Texans oh, look like. Oh, the overreactions to the stuff that people see yeah. for brief periods of time. I mean, but the Texans are, are, the Texans are this tank kid. They are talking about him a lot. I mean, Rico Ryan's is saying tank is going to be a player for us. Tank is going to be a weapon for us. Of course. So, I mean, he's, they're adding fuel to that DFS and fantasy fire. Yes. They know what they're doing, but I don't know. I, I I would wait. I I think after watching Brady sit behind Bledsoe, after watching Alex Smith being ahead of Patrick Mahomes, I just think there's something to be said for letting a guy develop versus just thrusting him into the starting rotation in a starting lineup and take the hits and the beating. If you don't have him protected, none of it matters how good he is. Doesn't matter how strong his arm is. It doesn't matter how fast he can run. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. And especially the guys who barely got touched in college. We've seen it now for years. Especially with the, you know, the old that's a good point. Both young and Stroud. Right. It's good. You know, think about I mean how many guys came out of the Pac-12 top 10 drafted mm. quarterbacks and then played on really bad football teams and were out of the league within three years, four Herbert, years. Herbert might be the exception to that rule, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I just think back to, you know, the, the USC quarterbacks that oh. kept coming and getting drafted and Sanchez, uh, Joey yeah. Harrington out Harrington, of Oregon, Oregon, went to Detroit and got Matt Liner. Yeah. I mean, just hit over and over and over. It gets hard. It's it, it it gets hard to be successful when your body hurts and you're running for your life. Seriously. Uh to baseball we go. And last night, no hitter through six and two thirds. We were on sports grid together we last night. Stop talking about it. It's okay. But you know, just it, kept talking about it. Guys I, in the chat, if you're baseball guys, do you talk about a no hitter? Are you superstitious? Do you have superstitions? Guys pitching a no hitter, P Ralts on TV going, he's pitching a no hitter. He's through five. He's got an out in the sixth. He's still got a no-hitter. He's got another out. He's got a no-hitter. And then we went to commercial and came back and boom, hit, in the runs, seven. out of the game. Singer pitched great. He did. He was fun. Brady Singer the was phenomenal. The bullpen blows it. <laughs> Six runs they gave up. I had some Seattle money line plus 350. Mm. Like, oh, this is going to work. This is going to be a landslide here. They give up a run. Did you see how they walked it off? I did not. A bunt. It was a walk-off bunt. Safety squeeze or baseball purist, first and third bunt was like, what? Run but, in, camp fielded. He was trying to throw it home safe. They go crazy. Walk off Kansas City. That's their seventh walk-off win this year. The Safety squeeze then. Third most walk-off wins in baseball. How about that? Kansas City Royals. But was it a safety squeeze or a bump for a base hit? Yeah, it was a squeeze. He was, I okay. mean, he, he started creeping down the line and a guy just pushed it up. So the safety first squeeze. Yeah, safety perfect. squeeze. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Suicide squeeze is the best play in baseball. So hard to execute, too. It's so good. I love this. Suicide screen's unbelievable. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's the third base. That guy goes from third base, whether the, the ball is bunted or not. He's just trying to either steal home or score and get yeah. with the bunt. You got to make contact at all costs. No matter where the ball is, it can be 10 feet above your head as the as the batter. You have to go put the bat on the ball. 
get to jump yeah. and make sure that ball gets put into play. Yeah. It was it's an awesome a, play. It was a, this was a perfect bunt and nice. it was, uh, it was great. I'm good with it. I think more teams should do that. Any way you win a game or get a base. And I mean, you, you, you got to do it. It was, I mean, I'm even okay with bunting for a base hit with a no hitter going on. See, this is why you would get beaned. Right. But it's, it, it's cheap. And well, it's, I mean, in a sixth or something. Yes. But in a ninth inning, I don't care. Up and it, if you're down eight, nothing, you're going to bunt for a base hit. Yeah. It's, it's baseball, man. That's it's perfect. all part. I of hope it. you bunt up the first baseline. If I'm the yeah. pitcher, I'm going to run you over. That's fine. You run me over. It's all part of the game. That's part of the game too. I'm good with that too. There should be cause and effect. There's retribution. Absolutely. <laughs> is it cheap? Is it cheesy? A hundred percent. Is it, is it nasty? Is it underhanded? Absolutely. This is sports, bro. I'm not doing anything illegal. It's a legal play in baseball to try to bunt for a base hit. If I break up your no hitter, oh no, sorry. Your job is to get me out. My job is to get on base, period. Do you like small ball in baseball? I like small ball if I have a team that can play small ball, meaning I have a pitching yeah. staff worth its salt. I mean, the Marlins should play more small ball than they do. They should be the perfect team. They're pitching incredibly well. They can't score. So, yeah, I think yeah. small ball works. If you're built that way, absolutely. Rainmaker Lou came in a chat just now and said small ball is a lost art in baseball anymore. It really is, right? Lost. It's dead. It's not even lost. It's dead. They buried it. it sucks. That's why the, the, there are things we talked about in the, in the preseason, which are back now, like the ground ball up the middle. I missed it. I was like, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, I missed that play. I love that ground ball. How many up the times middle. you watch at a game and you see a ball up the middle and you're like, is that going to be caught? And then there's nobody there. And you're like, awesome. oh, base hit. Yes. We're good. Should be. Right. If I'm, if I'm lacing a ball, you know, six inches from the pitcher's ankle, that thing should be in center field. That should not be yeah. fielded by the shortstop. Yeah. So that I love the fact that we're no longer dealing with shifts. So that being gone, that art is back. Yes. There is still like the, sh the, the shift where they're shading the shortstop up the middle. The lost art is the ability to bunt down the third baseline and just lay one down because that yep. hit is there all the time. So I would love to see that. But yes, small ball is, you know, there aren't many managers that even practice it. Because the analytical people say, forget, you know, don't give up the out or don't give up a single. Try to hit a home run. <laughs> Our friend Chris Otto, who's a travel softball coach uh, in Pittsburgh, has a team that plays like in Ohio and West Virginia and all that stuff. He just came in and said small ball is a huge in, is huge in travel softball. Most teams can't feel the bunt. It is enormous. Wow. I can't tell you how many times we practiced just fielding a bunt and throwing it to first base <laughs> because – Everybody's moving. There's a lot of moving parts. The second baseman, the first baseman charges or stays back. Second baseman got to get over and field it. The third baseman, uh, you know, has the third base side. The pitcher fields the middle, and the first base gets the you know the right side. There's a lot of things said for it. I love it when it's oh, a part yeah. of baseball. I absolutely, especially when you got a fast top of the lineup, because now you're dictating the play rather than letting the pitcher dictate where you hit. So. It's, uh, it's yeah, Jared Duran for the Red Sox has brought that back for the for Boston. I mean, Jacoby Ellsbury was a monster guy for the Red Sox at the top of the lineup for speed. Changed so many innings because they were afraid of how fast he was going to be. Can't let him get on base because a single is essentially a double. He's going to get on get on first and he's going to steal second, and right. then a single up the middle. He is scoring from second base because you're not throwing him out. Like right. speed in baseball. I mean, that's we grew up with that. I mean, we grew up home runs were always cool. 
we grew up with Ricky Henderson. We grew up with Tim Raines. We grew up with these guys who made stealing bases cool. Yeah. There's there really there's isn't a, that anymore. No. And there's a, there's actually a, a one hour documentary that I recorded on baseball or an MLB network last night about the Cardinals of the eighties, Vince Coleman, Willie Vince McGee. Coleman. Yeah. And how Speed. they changed everything. And they got Ozzie Smith and it, that was, that's the way baseball was played back then. And it's gone. It's coming back. There's the stolen bases back. It's, it's, it's back in. But they had things. to change the rules to bring it back. Yeah. And to make the <laughs> base bigger. Coming back. I get stuff. it. But they had to change the rules of baseball in order to force teams to do it, right. to bring it back. But I, look, the game of baseball, what makes it so beautiful and so romantic is it's being played. It's been played this way in generation of a generation and every generation finds a different way to play the game. They find right. they find a way of valuing. What do they push? What do they consider to be the most important right. part of the game? And that's why baseball has endured. Because sometimes it's all home runs. Sometimes it's all bunting and singles and stolen bases. And sometimes it's pitching. And, and sometimes it's, you know, just getting a really good defensive team. It's using the rules to your advantage. And right now we're in a somewhat of a baseball renaissance. And I keep on talking about this on sports grade, but I, I mean we talk about it here too. That, I'm not sure that the postseason is going to be the same way we think it's going to be. They've made all these changes for offense. We could have a more offensive postseason than what we're used to seeing. We might, we might, depending on the matchups and the teams and the pitchers. Um, I want to mention a couple of people right now. Uh, it just popped in the chat with okay. uh, with the super chat. Jay Buck said Megalodon and the under the sea parlays minus four hundred. I'm not sure what that means. What but is Jay Megalodon? Buck, don't know, but that's horses. I don't know. And uh, big business came in with a big Andrew Jackson and said, good afternoon, brigade. His Texas Rangers are now three and a half up on the Astros. <laughs> Joe C, take the next couple days off. The Rangers will steamroll the Angels and the fish will nickel and dime those cheaters from Houston. Ooh, speaking of which. Marlins have won three straight. They beat Framber and Houston 5-1. They are in the playoffs as of today. I, I'm going to say this. With, I don't want to curse it, but 77 wins is what I need. I need 14 more wins for the Marlins this season to go over. Yeah. What do they got? 40 games, 45 games left? Something yeah. Like that? 63 wins at the moment. Yeah. I don't want to jinx it, but I think you're going to win. I would agree. And I can't jinx anything you say anyway because you don't believe Correct. in the jinxes. So believe it. Correct. That's fine. Do we have? Go. Do we? There are two games left in this series, right? Or three? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see. They it's play Tuesday. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, today, and they play. Uh, it's Javier. Is that Johnny Cueto? Yes, it is. Johnny Cueto's pitching for the Marlins today. Yes, he is. <laughs> Johnny Cueto. What yeah. The- <laughs> Uh, no, they don't play. Oh, they do play tomorrow. Yeah. So three game series. 340. Yeah. I want to bet the over so badly in that game. I have not bet it yet, but I want to bet the over so badly in Houston and Florida. Wow. Tonight. Is it eight and a half? Let's see. Tonight it is nine. First five over. It was five and a half last night and it kept me off of it. Wow, Johnny Cueto. Yeah, not good. Johnny Cueto's almost as old as you, no? Yeah, he's 42, I think. What the? 
Yeah, he's old. He's going to get Astros. This is like Cueto's fifth start. I didn't even know he was pitching on a regular basis. Uh They picked him up. They they signed him when, I forget who went down. I think they got, when Perez went down, I think they signed him. Okay. To come and eat up innings and whatever, but he's (laughs) not good. And the Marlins, I mean, he's going to give up four. Question is, can the Marlins score? They scored what? You know, five yesterday, nine the day before. Their offense is hot again. They're so streaky. I, uh, I'm gonna have to look a little deeper in this after the show. But uh, yikes, I don't know. Yeah, it's an over. I, 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 I Astros are. I think the price. Um, let's see if it moved because I was good. I was gonna bet it last night. I know Houston's minus one twenty or one twenty. There it is. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, it's going to come. It's coming down. I mean, the why, the Marlins, that's the sense. problem, right? Why? Because they're road favorites. We talked to Mark Zeno and I talked about this last night on Sports Grid. Like he bet the Astros immediately. And I kind of was like, what am I missing? <laughs> like, what, what, what am I missing? They've won three in a row. Yeah. Johnny Cueto is starting. Why is the price where the price is? Because it's the Astros. I mean, it's just they bet the Astros. But I know. Why isn't you it make more? them the favorite? Why no, is it they're going to bet the Marlins. They're betting the Marlins. Yeah, the, the Robinsons and the Parallelograms are taking the Marlins. Mr. C, Chris Covey, just came in with a super chat himself and said, told you the Marlins were going to be around. He did say it he when did. he was here to sign up for the contest with the Brigade Proxy Service. He's held that line of defense, though, for years. He's been telling me about the Marlins for years. So it ain't nothing new, Mr. I don't know what to do. I, I, I just have this thing in my back of my head. It's like it can't be this easy. Like, why are the Astros Whoa. so cheap? Oh. That's why I didn't bet it yet. I'm scared of it. Mm. Well, here, we'll ask the chat. This is what we do on the show. It's virtually a pick em game today. H-O-U or M-I-A? Who you got? Straight up. No run line, no first five, no over, no under. Just two wins. What the do you got, Brigade? Fire right now in the chat. H O U or M I A. I lean Houston, but I haven't bet it for that reason. I just there's just it's a some, hard game. There's just something that like it's like oh bet Houston. They lost Houston is 32 and 18 after a loss, Dave. 32 and 18. Let's figure that out real quick. Out of 50, 32 was about 60 percent. 60 30 <laughs> so it's out of 50 big. is that's 62 percent 32 so it's a little that's scary good right no yes and so i i, I want to bet houston 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 miami houston miami houston houston over to houston 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 hmm houston houston holy crap dgen 4tw said miami and uh, james h said miami that's it. I want to bet Houston. I just okay. haven't done it. I haven't been able to pull the trigger yet. I may need to wait. I may look to in-game it just because. Oh, here come the Miamis now. Oh. Is this the time of year Houston heats up? Of course. It always is. Mm. But Miami's hot too. So Miami. I mean, here's the question. Marlins, Cubs, Reds. Three teams, one spot. Marlins up by a game on the Reds and the Cubs. Just as a better team. Who's the better team of the three, three? teams? One spot. What was that thing about two something in a cup? What two girls, one, two girls, one cup. 
I don't even know what that means. You don't want to. Don't Google it. I don't. Don't, don't Google it. They've told me. They've told me don't Google it. <laughs> no, no, it's really nasty. Right. But, but three got three teams, one spot. Who's yeah. the best team? I didn't know there was going to be all these quizzes today. This is hard. This is hard. Just pick one. Who's the best team? I mean, pitching-wise, I think it's the Marlins. I think team-wise, it's the Marlins. Team-wise, could be the Cubs. Team-wise, it might be the Reds. Their pitching is so bad. Might not have to worry about that, at least for to get them there to the end. They may get in with the below. They might. I think the Marlins, it's so important for Sandy Alcantara to be good down the stretch. Perez is back. You got to get Sandy. Sandy's got to be, he doesn't have to be Sandy Alcantara Cy Young, but he's got to be seven innings, two to three runs every start. Like he can't do this five inning, five run crap. Like he can't do that. (laughs) Team can't handle it. This is a really good one. This is starting a debate because a lot of people that are Cubs fans that watch a show, all of our people in the Midwest. I think the Reds, if you were to rank these three teams, guys, best team to worst team, how would you do it, P. Rowe? Marlins, Cubs, Reds in the order. As you wrote it on on the the screen. Yeah. I think I do Marlins, Reds, Cubs. Okay. That kid rookie that the Reds have pitching is, I, I don't buy it yet. He's been unbelievable. He's got to get tired or something. Abbott? Right? Yeah. It's like a they two. F- Ashcraft and then Ashcraft's not Abbott. very good. Abbott's the kid. He's got a 2.7 ERA. Lefty stuff. It's really He's been, he's been really, really good. Since they brought him up, he's been really good. Man, I don't know. A lot of people are saying Houston's Miami game is is a, is a game they don't want to touch. That's fair. what happens, right? It's, it's hard. Fair. Yeah, there's something wrong with the line. Like something smells. You're like, wait a minute, Houston. Oh, should be much- stop with the fishy lines. No, nah, just something's weird. I'm not a fishy oh. line. Whatever it is, it's just I don't know what to make of it because it should be Houston minus one fifty. Like it should be Houston should be a very big favorite. Well, and they're not you're, because you don't need to do that. You know that the Rhombuses and the Parallelograms are bad guys. They're gonna bet the Marlins. So you make it the lowest possible number. So you keep them off the Marlins. Okay. The book's probably good needing the Marlins in that spot. So, you know, you can control the price. You may make it 110, let them, they'll lay you, you know, Houston. So you have it kind of settled right here. You saw the overnight was minus 130 in a couple mm-hmm. places. It ain't going to be down. higher than 130. That's it the top. It came down. <laughs> I was like, right. What? I thought, I thought 130 was a bargain. Now it's closer to 120. Aiden Thomas ranked them Cubs, Marlins, Reds. Would no. you put the Cubs as the top team of those three? No, I like the Cub pitching way. I, mean, I like the Marlins pitching way more than the Cubs. You like the Marlins pitching way more than the Cubs, and you like the Cubs pitching way more than the Reds. Not way more, but I like it more. Yeah. Right. And the Cubs offense is, I mean, they can score. <laughs> they can put up a lot of runs. Well, I mean, Reds can too, obviously. But I was going to say the Reds are explosive home, as well. At home, though, on the road, the Reds yeah, have they a went tough time. They went through a lull. What was that? Ten days ago or whatever. Yeah. whatever just one zero. It was like a binary team. <laughs> they were getting zeros or ones. That was it. Right. So, speaking of ones and zeros.
bad, bad here for the Marlins. Uh, Otani is skipping his next start. Oh, it is the beginning of the end in a lot of ways in my mind here for why this team. That? Because why he that the, they're citing fatigue for this as to why man's tired. Okay, so that's I mean, skipping next start arm fatigue. Okay, that is not good. That is not good. Tired all the time too. So if Otani is going to be missing starts, they are seven games. Still going to hit? He is. He won't give that up. He's going to DH, but he's not going to pitch. And now, I mean, at some point, they're seven games out of a wild card spot. They're going to be eight games out, like I mentioned, on the first of September. One five game winning streak from getting right back in this. They're not going to get a five game winning streak in August. Not with this schedule. They're not. They're still a week away from a break. Yeah. They're still a week away before they get a break. It's not good. So, you know, in terms of where they're going to be, you know, they're playing the schedule right now in the month of August for them. They go right now against the Rangers. Then they play. Big business uh, just came in and said they're going to get a house. He's probably right. Yeah. So this is game two against the Rangers. They play the Rays at home. Then they play the Reds at home. Then they have a day off on the 24th. Then they get a little break with a three game set against the Mets. They end the month at Philadelphia. Like they're playing teams that need to be other than the Mets. They're playing all playoff contenders for the rest of the month. Josie's doing such a great job with the angels daily update on the Twitter. If you guys aren't following him, Joseph C. Myers. Thanks, Josie. Um, is it possible that they went all in to do this and they got worse? Yes. <laughs> yes. With a hundred percent. Yes. Although Giolito was sucked leaving, but yes. I mean, oh, guys, that they, I mean, I mean, it, it's amazing to look at the, the pitchers who were out there that they could have gone in other than the top two, which I mean, now <laughs> Scherzer three and oh, he's been with a 1.8 ERA since being traded to the Rangers. He's been incredible again. Last night, yeah. he was incredible the pitchers who have been traded have not made impacts on their new teams. Mm. They've actually been bad on their new teams. So going ahead and making these trades and acquiring these guys to come in, it just hasn't worked. <laughs> just hasn't worked at all. And it, like, what do you do for Otani? You're like, we did all these things for you. Show. Hey, please stay. He's like, yeah, you guys can't tally and evaluate. Cause the guys you brought in suck. So great. You, you, you just proved my point. You don't know what you're doing. Goodbye. I'm out. Oh man, that would be the ultimate backfire. Oh, right. Really they tried yeah. to show them and make an effort, all this yeah. stuff. And then, eh, you know what? Didn't work. I'm leaving anyway. Oh man. Trout is now hitting off live pitching. And he was asked yesterday about like, when are you coming back? He's like, I don't Get know. There. There's no, oh, Mike. there's no timetable for him to return. So show his next. They're going to operation shut down. Correct. Oh no. Yeah. It's coming for both guys. So they're going to shut them both down. What's the point? There's no point. All these people with the season wins hovering around 81, 80 and a half. They're going to be under 500. Mike being over so long. That's it. I doubt they play much in September. Oh, there's no point. Why risk it? If you're Shohei, why risk it? If you're Mike Trout, why risk it? Just get healthy. See you in 24. Man. Oh man. I, It'd be, I'm very curious. Uh, speaking friend, of our friend, E is going to be mad. All Angel is, fans fine. are disappointed. Sorry, he can talk about it next week at Circa. He can yell. 
<laughs> Orioles are a dog again against San Diego every with day wa- with Waka coming off the IL every day. What is this number? You have to explain this to me. This doesn't every make any day. sense. They're stubborn. Oddsmakers, books, everybody's stubborn. But they don't. I mean, what is Waka? We don't know what he's going to be. How do you make the? How do you minus one thirty? Okay, favorites? he's pitching tonight. I know, but Padres are one, favorite. They're at home. It's bizarre. They lost four to one last night. Couldn't get a hit. I don't know. I mean, you want to talk about a shutdown? Ten at what day, point yeah. did a Padre shut it down? I would right now kill them all. Like, you know, just be all. like, hey, we're done. I think, um, I think everybody, we're going to bring up some kids. And, yeah, and see what we're doing in September for next year because we got our big pieces, but what what are we doing? I don't know. They don't know. It was such a good run last year for the Padres and it got everybody excited, and they didn't have to tease. And this year they do have to tease. They got Soto for the whole year. Expectations were up here, and this. I don't know what this number is, P. Roth. I mean, <laughs> what would you make the number? Pick them. At least at minimum. Well, it's going to be picking by game time. <laughs> it's minus 124. There's still a couple minus 130s on San Diego. Now you got Flaherty on for pitching for Baltimore. Right. That's the only reason why it's, uh-huh. a, fade, it's a fade on him. But I think the right. offense for the Orioles can get it done because the Padres don't score at home. One of the worst teams offensively at home. They might tonight. That's the problem. They might tonight. This is the other game I looked at. I haven't bet yet. The Ranger game and this game. These are two games that I want to bet. I've not bet because the lines are like, wait, what? Why? Yeah. Uh, Bigger disappointment this season. Jimmy Jack with four Ks asked a good question. Bigger disappointment, Padres or Mets? Mets. Because of the ridiculous payroll. And yeah, and because who they, who they had pitching-wise. They had Verlander and Scherzer. I mean, the Padres, yes, their offense was great. Their pitching was always going to be a little bit of a problem. Snell's been okay. Darvish has been inconsistent. Musgrove has been good since he came like, back, back. But yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, that's a hard thing. Like, if you had told me before the season who's not going to make the playoffs between Mets – I would have picked the Mets. I mean, I bet the Padres over 92 and a half wins. I had to go back and look at it. I went back and looked at my futures. I was like, oh, I have a Padres bet. Oh, over 92. Um, no, they're not getting to 80. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, forget about yeah, 92. That's, that's, that's not, yeah, that's not going to, that, that one's you can. That's an L. About. Rip that up. Make Goodbye. Sure. That one's yeah. done. Bye-bye. So, I mean, the Marlins will offset that. So I'll be flat on my future bets. Only, only made two future bets on baseball. And I made over 76 and a half wins Marlins and over 92 and a half for the part for the Padres. Right. One, one, right. One dead wrong. <laughs> Padres were awful. It's par for the course. That's, that's, yep. that's, that's, you know, that the way those things happen. We, I mean, we should have done that season wins contest at the West. We should have. Baseball. I will next year for sure. We'll, we'll, we have to do that just because we'll commiserate. We'll, and then yeah. it's just fun to look at. I mean, it's yep. worth putting it in because I mean, if we get lucky, I think you got to probably go off the 30 teams. There were 50 you know. people in that, by the way. How much? 50, five, zero. See, that would have been fun. Just to <laughs> that's do. it. That's all there was. Thought, it was just, wow, that's it. Nobody knew about it. Nobody knew about it. It was a hundred bucks. Nobody knew about it. Yeah. We got to do that next time. But yeah. I mean, 18 and 12, I think might win it. Yes. I would agree with that. You know, you get 18, yeah. right. 12 wrong. 
that that might be enough. That's pretty good. To go at 18 and 12 is pretty good. On season wins, that's pretty good. I mean, that's I would think we could go at least that. No? I don't know. I think it's that's hard to go or oh, a team season win totals. That's tough in baseball. It's a long season roller coaster ride. You can't really hedge off of it either. No, there would be it's we tough. Would just I mean, it's just kind of like the contest. I mean, you enter it hoping you catch lightning in a bottle, but you know, speaking of lightning in a bottle, this people got me this birthday gift. Look at this shirt. Warning, beware of Dave. <laughs> what is that? It's awesome. It's, that's that's a great t-shirt, but like, yeah. what does that mean? I, I was like, I opened it up. I was like, beware of Dave. How do you beware of Dave? Beware of you? I guess so. I don't know. Or is Dave like the TV show, Dave? Well, it's I'm wearing the shirt, so it's I it's, it's me. <laughs> I don't know. I like that movie, Dave. That was a good movie. Is that a movie or a TV show? Is that a movie? It's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. For Dave. All right, time for some football. Let's talk a little bit about the Circus Sports Pro Football Team of the Day. Circa Million, Circus Survivor, going on right now. Right now. You guys need to come. You must be physically in Las Vegas or Reno, okay? If you don't live here, it's a higher proxy. If you guys are coming into town, you get to play here, hang out, Sign up, go home if you have a proxy or make picks here every week. Five against the spread for Circa Million. There are $6 million up for grabs. There are quarterly prizes and others. Survivors, $8 million. One pick per week. No point spread. Somebody asked that yesterday on Twitter. No point spread. It's a survivor. One money line pick every week. If you pick it correctly, you move on. You cannot use the same team twice. CircusSports.com for more information on how to enter into these contests happening right now. It is CircusSports.com. 32 teams in 31 shows. Yes. Tampa Bay Buccaneers team of the day. Tampa last year, they went six. Your logo or my logo? Look up. Neither. Uh, Oh, I like my logo. I like your colors, though. Bruce. The Buccaneer, Buccaneer. I don't. Bruce. I don't like this dude. This is. This looks like something you'd see in like an S and M S and M shop or something. A what? <laughs> like I'm just not. I'm not really down with the dude grabbing a knife in his mouth. It looks. Are weird. you what? Or get your mind out of it. What it are you talking looks, about? It looks very, very sadomasochistic to me. So it's you know whips and chains and weird stuff. So I'm not down with that logo. But I like this logo. I like those colors. Chat. <laughs> Matt's hat or my hat? Which well, one logo do you like better? Oh, my logo's better. Your hat's better. No your chance. Co- your your logo's better. My oh, yeah. logo's yeah, yeah, minus yeah. 800. No, that logo is no. Uh-uh. That logo is very, very no, no, no. Not, I'm not a fan of that logo at all. <laughs> my goodness. Look at no. the chat already. The first two numbers, Santana Dave minus four with eight zeros. Rainmaker Lou said Creamsicle minus 10,000. Yes, Creamsicle. Yes. And logo and uh, yeah. sports. No, it is not. The color is massive. Come on, One person said, Matt, PB, your press secretary. Your PB's your guy. I'm That's convinced right. PB's He's- your uncle. <laughs> he says, everything you say is right. Everything I say is wrong. It's you lost the guys stick together. We do. But-, but why is he biting a knife? Why is he He's bite- a buccaneer? Why is he biting He's a knife? He's a pirate. All right. Why is he biting a knife? It's all I got to say. He's biting a knife. It's a little weird. I'm not a really, I'm not a very big fan of men biting knives. Okay. Mark That's all I got to say. Covey, Andy O, SoCal DJ, Dave, 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 Vinny Konowinski, 
The colors are awesome. I'm not debating the point. You have a better color scheme than this. I like the color scheme more in yours, but that logo I do not like. Whoa, Marcelo Anda said the pirate flag logo is better than Princess Zorro. Yeah, it looks something that Prince would. Yes, it's a good analogy. Yes, Prince Zorro. I, I'm with you. <laughs> PB is Matt's burner. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, I, I, that's impressive too. I can I can burn tweet while I'm actually on the air. That'd be awesome. Anyways, <laughs> win total is six and a half. Last Under. year, last year they went eight and nine. Reason to be excited. Division is what? wide open. It's <laughs> wide open. Oh, you got. That's it. <laughs> that's it. They're a bad team. That's it. Not nine wins could win the division. Reasons to be concerned. Who the hell's the quarterback? Is it Kyle Trask or Baker or Baker Mayfield? It's not really a nice choice to have. It is a great group of wide receivers, but if they can't throw the ball, it doesn't matter who the hell they have playing wide receiver because they can't get the ball to them. So that's a big concern. Either Trask, Trask or Mayfield going here for either one. So Let's talk about their schedule here. Uh, is this, did their schedule not load? Hold on. I got to pull their schedule. Oh, all right. Hold, hold on one second. I need to go ahead and do, pull the Do we bucks. need a musical interlude right now? Would now be the time to do it? No, it's just, no? I, can, I, I can pull it fast. It just, okay, I don't know. Pull fast because we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing a verse of Rapper's Delight that I pulled for Rap Tuesday. Uh, it's being this is, right this, is what, this is what we're calling this is rap Tuesday. No, no, just today we're calling it that. I oh, don't know. Okay. I just thought of it and said we're gonna do it. We got a lot of people that people liked it. They said you got to do that more. That's a lot of pressure, but it's 50 years celebrating 50 years of hip hop and rap music and all this other stuff. So can't believe it. I was two years old when it started. People started doing 50 it. years, two years ago. Today, yeah, I saw that two days ago, rap 50 yeah. years ago. Okay, here's the schedule. All right, let's do this. I I'm saying right now, without having done this yet, I'm going to go under for sure. I think the ceiling is max, max eight. All right, hold on. The schedule is not that hard. So just whoa, before you whoa, whoa, really? not, okay, just here we go. Okay. On the road at Minnesota, they're losing nope. that game. Okay, no way. Home for Chicago. In September, they'll win that game. That's I one. agree, right? So now they're one and one. Okay. Home for Philadelphia. Nope. At New Orleans. Nope. One and three, the buys in week five. Oh, I hope they're still healthy then. That, that's a terrible bye week. It's What's a terrible a bye, bye week bye. in week five? It's terrible. Why the do they start doing the bye week so early? Because they have to. You got to rotate them through, but that's the first week, I think. That's the first week of buys is that week stinks. five. It's bad. Home oh. for Detroit. Lose. I think they split these home games. So I, I think one and one. They'll beat either Atlanta or they'll beat Detroit. Oh, they're losing both to me. I only okay. got one. I got two wins. At Buffalo. No shot. At Houston. No, they'll lose win. that game. Win. Three. I got one. Home for Tennessee. They'll win that game. That's two. I think it's a loss. I got three. At San Francisco. No. At Indianapolis. Oh, Anthony Richardson, we talked about earlier. He'll be settled in by November. Uh, they'll lose that game. I got four. They'll win that game. You say they go on a road and beat the Colts? Yeah, the Colts are going to be awful. Home for Carolina. Damn, they'll, they'll probably win that game. Right. That's three. Five. At Atlanta. No. Loss. At Green Bay. No. At Jack. A uh, home for Jacksonville. No. New Year's Eve against New Orleans. 
Oh, they're winning that game. That's going to take out. If anybody's left the survivor, don't save the Saints for that game because they're <laughs> losing that game. That's four. At Carolina. No. Four. Five, six. Four. Five, six. What's the, the ceiling? Se- what's the total? Six and a half? Yeah. Man, oh, man. I I don't really feel strong about a lot of these totals because the numbers are so good. Right. But, damn, four, five, or six could win this? How in the hell is Tampa going to win seven games? They win their home games. They beat Chicago. They're not beating Philadelphia, but Detroit, Atlanta, Tennessee, Carolina, Jacksonville, New Orleans. You win those every home game, except for if you go lose one game at home, you could get to seven, eight wins. What do they got to go in a division to go over? They got to go three and three. Well, right? one two, three, four, five, six, seven, and one is what they would go at home. They're if they want seven and one at home, we can bet that right now. Okay. I'm just saying if they did, it's not, inc- it's not insane. That's a home. They have a good home field advantage. They're tough to play at home. So they have eight home games. Yep. And nine, nine road, road, nine road games. They would only need to win two games on the road and they could beat Houston on the road and Indianapolis on the road and lose the rest. And that's nine Chat. wins. Over, over the or under the Tampa Bay season win total. You were right about the logos because this Bruce the Buccaneer is a hundred percent better than that silly flag thing you got for me. <laughs> uh, what do you think people are going to say on this? I mean, what what you put it? Well, things to be excited for. Easy division, like like there's what is positive. Nine wins could win the division. That's the positive. <laughs> You're going to be bad, but the whole division is going to be bad. This would be the biggest surprise of the whole division if they made the playoffs. Correct. Tampa is only one team is getting. There's only one team in this division making the playoffs. Right. Right. So there is no. I would be shocked. Over to over to. Where's, where's your burner, PB? He said over to, or did he say under? I'm saying under. I said six. I said under six and a half. Under, under, over, over, under, under. It's the division. If it's, over, it's how it's however you under, it's over. it's whether you think that the Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask could take this team and take a step forward and win games in the division because the division is bad. Carolina rookie quarterback, New Orleans new quarterback. It's it's not a great division. Man, oh man, I I let Baker bake. What is Addison toy? Addison might be baked. Let <laughs> yes, Baker bake. It's possible. Over. Oh, PB said under. Under without an R. I know he's 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 one of the homies for sure. Um, I don't know, P. Rolf. This this feels like a season win bet that I could actually make. Wow. And I don't really like doing that. This one feels like they're going to be a bet against a lot for people that are coming for the contest. I think yep. they'll. Fade, but they're gonna probably catch. Isn't a it lot better? Of people in a survivor. Isn't it better to find the bad teams and bet against them than to find the good teams and bet on them? Oh my God! Say it again for the people. <laughs> in the I I hold on. I I I I almost. I might have to excuse myself. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I have been saying this for decades. The good teams is the hardest games. The bad teams you pick against. Say it again for the people. I mean that. We'll put that bad team to bet against. Sorry, them. Will. We'll put that shit on a T-shirt. <laughs> Find the Find bad them. teams to bet against and 
you know, don't bet on the good teams to bet on. Yeah. Find the teams, fade the bad teams in Survivor, and then stay away from the good teams. Don't try to don't try to find the teams that are good. Try to find the teams that are bad. Oh my God. <laughs> that thing's awesome. We'll wear that. Thing. We'll wear that this winter for sure. Wear it in the winter. I'm gonna sleep in this thing. You know how cold it is in my house? Is it still cold in your house? These women, it's freezing. Is it's it starting really? to cool off at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She changed the air. Wow. I walk in. It's like, this is every day. It's freezing. You'll be here. Wait till oh. you come over on Saturday. <laughs> you better bring a hoodie. That's good. Maddie likes wearing hoodies. That's good. Well, you better bundle up. <laughs> You're going to have to bundle up. I ain't playing. I'm telling you the truth. It's cold. All right. So before we're doing the Brigade Proxy story of the day, you're doing yeah. Rappers, Rappers yeah, yeah, Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you need, do you need music? Do you need what, what? What? What do you need here? No, no, no. I just get him to get Mikey Awesome ready, just in case. Uh, you know, he wants to do a clip Sonic, and people listening, if you're driving, just pay attention. Okay, this is one of my favorite verses of the entire song. Did you realize that that Robert's Delight is a, at times it's 14 minutes, like the whole long version? Really? Yes. There's like that. a whole hidden part of it. But hidden? How do you find yeah, it? Well, I mean, because the regular song was like six and a half minutes, which okay. by today's standards is an Long. eternity. Right. But the actual, like if you Google it or YouTube it, this it's is like 14 minutes. This is like a Taylor Swift 10 minute version of all too well type thing. Like, that's what right. Exactly. Like, yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. All right. But all right. So. Everybody just rock and dance to the beat. Have you ever went over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? I mean, the macaroni soggy, the peas are mushed, and the chicken tastes like wood. So you try to play it off like you think you can by saying that you're full. And then your friend says, Mama, he's just being polite. He ain't finished. Uh-uh, that's bull. And so your heart starts pumping and you think of a lie and you say that you already ate. And your friend says, man, there's plenty of food. So you pile some more on your plate. But while the stinky food steam and your mind starts dreaming of the moment that it's time to leave, and then you look at your plate and your chicken slowly rotting into something that looks like cheese. So you say, that's it. I got to leave this place. I don't care what these people think. I'm just sitting here making myself nauseous with this ugly food that stinks. Oh, so you bust out the door while it's still close, still sick from the food you ate. And then you run to the store for quick relief from a bottle of KO Pectate. And then you call your friend two weeks later to see how he has been. And he says, I understand about the food, baby, but we're still friends. <laughs> Come on. You've been Come rehearsing. On. You've been rehearsing, haven't you? No, no. That's one of my favorite <laughs> all times. I was nine years old singing that every day. That's one of those ones that I just love. I walk around. That was and- better. Oh, that was that's, better. That's that's yeah. I I I went to the hidden verse for the first oh. one. This one I know. I knew this one. You know. Oh. Yeah. Very Man. good. We'll, right, we'll come up. We'll come up. We'll come up with a better name than Rapping Tuesday. We'll we'll, we'll find rhyme we'll find time it. Tuesday. I don't know. It's better. We'll rhyme time Tuesday is better. I I, I could. Yeah. yeah, that's better. We need a little a little some little alliteration or something on there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Brigade Proxy Pro Football Story of the Day. You guys are going to text us at seven zero two five seven zero eight two five five. That's seven zero two five seven zero. Talk. <laughs> it is Super Contest Weekend starting on Thursday. Westgate's Super Contest signups happening all week and weekend. If you guys need us. Please schedule us. Send us a text, 702-570-8255. 570-TALK is the text line, 702. And texting works better, by the way. Texting is easier. Texting is way better. We've had calls and we've answered them, but a lot of times we can't answer them because we're on the air or 
but your but your plans are going to change. Our plans are going to change. Like right. it's just if we're texting, there's more of a record as to what actually been agreed to, and then we can come back and say, hey, you got to reschedule, or we got to reschedule, or whatever. Like you know, a guy called from Indiana and is like, hey, I'm going to be in town on September the second. Like, okay, what time? He's like, I don't really know yet. I'm like, okay, so like at some point, just land and then text us, and we'll make an appointment. Like, I appreciate the call, but like you don't know when you get here, it's chaos. Like, you know, your bags might not get here or you may not be able to find an Uber Lyft or whatever it might be that puts you behind your schedule. So Vegas is not a place to really be like, this time at this moment, we're going to be here. It's a little more fluid. So just FYI on that. That's how it's, we're going to do it. It's, it's um, traffic is really bad. Oh. So if you're like thinking you're going to come in right from the day you come in and then meet us, don't make that plan. Did you see that tweet from Las Vegas locally yesterday, which basically said what I said that we we need to have an investigation into all the politicians who agreed this and they all should be either voted out of office. He said, put them in jail. But I mean, how we have every major artery being constructed on at the same time <laughs> is one of the stupidest decisions ever made. Like I, I, they actually, they've started to put out social media tweets of the map of the strip as to when they're going to be doing construction. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like you, you, you can't actually, when you look at it, you're like, wait a minute, where are people supposed to go? Like you're like you, you're stopping the arteries into the strip and then you're stopping on the strip. So everything gets backed up at the same time. There's no way around it. I've, it's unbelievable. I've tried to explain this to people that have come to town and that are coming. And again, we can't wait to see you guys. When you come here, the live shows are next week. That's downtown. There's not as much stuff going on down there. Yeah. That's okay. You can get around that the back way. Going to the strip right now is a absolute, sorry, Will, fucking nightmare. Like, used to be able to zip in and zip out. Like, I knew where to park. I worked at a bunch of different places. I know where the parking lots are. It's very hard to get in and out. So when you're coming to town to sign up for the service, text us when you land, get settled. I met a guy at midnight the other night. It's just as easy to meet you at night as yeah. it is during the day if you want to do that. And there's less traffic. So, well, be prepared. I mean, we are right now. This is no joke. We are less than a month away from having football games at Allegiant. And oh, bro. about a month away from having preseason hockey games at T-Mobile and then regular season games at T-Mobile Arena. They're nowhere near done. You can just tell. That they are behind schedule. You can you just you look around. And you're like, sorry, Will, but they're like, they're going. Oh shit, we're in trouble. <laughs> like they're they're looking at the clock and they're like, we have to do how much to get ready for this? We're two months away. Oh no, we got to yeah. do a lot. I mean, they haven't even built the grandstands yet. We're two months out. Like they, they're gonna build. They're gonna be working round the clock to try to get this thing ready to go for November. And all the while, we're trying to live. Go to events, go to a, go to you know arenas, go to sports books, go to casinos. People are trying to go to work, and they're uh, like, "Sorry, like, oh yeah, I missed my shift. I couldn't get to work. What do you do? Sorry, yeah, my boss just fired me because I was late. Sorry, the amount of time you have to build into your day if you work on the strip is is really." Um, wrong. I feel, I, I feel bad for, for people. I mean, you, you posted that video that Las Vegas locally posted about getting out of a parking lot, taking two hours to get out of a parking lot and onto a street. 
just to get home. You live 15 minutes away, 20 minutes away. Commute is now two and a half hours. That doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, not, none of it makes any sense, you know? So I, I you don't budget don't for know. it. Like you don't, you don't have it built into your day. Like you can't oh, add more time to the no. day. <laughs> like, Hey, you know, I got to pick my kid up. I, I, I always do it like, cause I have to pick my daughter up for school. And so I get her every day at three twenty. Right. And I'm always, I'm thinking in my brain, like if I'm a guy, a, a mom or a dad, and I have to pick my kid up from school or from daycare or from somewhere. Yeah. Like, what do you do if you're expecting to be there at four o'clock because you get out of work at three and at four yeah. o'clock, yeah. you're still in the parking garage. Like you, that, that's like people's lives get the kids, families get really impacted by this. Like people are really pissed off the about what's going on. Level of that is through just, the roof. It's, it's it, it 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 used to drive me crazy because I I was exactly that. I was a seven to three guy uh, for a long time, and I would pick the kids up at four because Jess was working until six, so that was my job. If I had any hiccup, you know, and like they we had a then figure out what safe key was. Right. I had one time something come up. I couldn't leave and Jess couldn't leave work. We were, we had to call them and say, can you just, we were the last, the kids were the last two there of the whole safe key, the last two. And they were mad, mad. I, I couldn't get here. You know, everything was, something happened. I forget what it was. It's stressful as parents, it's hard enough. Throw that in. Brr. No way. So interesting parent analogy we can get into oh, here. Man. It's so boring. the blind side, 2009, one of the biggest movies of the year. I'm assuming you've seen it, right? Which I love the movie. Did you read the book? I did years I ago. I read the book first, then I, then I saw the movie. Most of Michael Lewis's books are, I've read. They're phenomenal. They are phenomenal. God, and this book was phenomenal. This book yeah. was all about protecting Excellent. the blind side of a quarterback, about how a left tackle became the second most coveted and paid position in football because you pay the quarterback, but you got to protect the guy protecting the quarterback. So left tackle became a huge deal. Yes. The team started to value the left tackle tremendously. Michael Orr was a guy playing at Ole Miss who became one of those guys that was a left tackle. But his story with the Thule family at Ole Miss because he was – a kid whose family was broken and he needed somewhere to go. He wasn't good at school, but he was an enormous human in high school and he was playing high school football in Ole, uh, in, in Mississippi and the Thule family were huge Ole Miss boosters, Supporters. <laughs> fans, graduates. They, yep. their, their life was Ole Miss. Yep. And part of the question was, is this what college sports is going to be like when a rich white family goes in and grabs an African-American child and adopts them to then have him go to Ole Miss because he could have gone somewhere else, but he chose Ole Miss. And everybody was like, that's a little bit weird. Like, did they groom this kid to make sure he goes to Ole Miss? Did they identify him young? Cause he was so big. And then they made him go to Ole Miss to help Ole Miss football, blah, blah, blah. Well, turns into a movie, gets into this big, big story. Then yesterday we get a lawsuit that came out, Michael Orr is suing the Tui family because he claims that he was not signing paper paperwork for his adoption, but rather for the ability for the family to control his finances, which they said was the right thing to do. It was more impactful than him joining the quote family. And now there is a massive and nasty public fight going on right now between the two because they're claiming 
Michael Orr insulted them with these allegations and they are devastated because they do believe Michael Orr is their son, even though legally Michael Orr is not their son. He has not been legally adopted by this family. Rather than get into all the, it looks like statute of limitations are going to come into play here, but this feels like somebody got pissed off. Why did he read? According to the lawsuit, Michael Orr read the uh, conservatorship in 20, in February of 23, this year in February. Okay. This happened way back in 2006 or seven. Right. Why? We, what what, 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 came what happened? Now? What right. happened that caused him to read this? And what legally legal people are writing about today is it sounds like his lawyers are saying, oh, by the way, <laughs> you read this in February of 23. That's why that was the first time you read this document. That's why statute of limitations don't do not apply here. Because otherwise, the court can just throw this out saying, wait a minute, this was done 20 years ago. Like, this is done. Like, you can't bring this up. You can't sue. And there's also a big argument as to who made what money. And the Tui family, to their credit, they're saying, look, this is documented. Go see what how much money we made off the movie. We all made $14,000 off the movie. Like, each one of the family members made fourteen, dollars including Michael, made $14,000 off the movie. That's it. That's it. Well, Michael Lewis gave the family hit half of his cut. Cause he found that out. Cause it wasn't supposed, the movie wasn't supposed to be as big as it was. It, it turned into this huge phenomenon because Sandra Bullock signed on for it. And if she didn't, the movie was going to be small. I mean, Tim McGraw was in this movie for goodness sakes. Right. It's not, supposed to, it's not supposed to be a big movie. It's not supposed to be like this, you know, she won the Oscar for best supporting actress in that movie for her role at the Mrs. Tui. Right. So Michael Lewis's back end was huge. But the family in the paperwork, he's claiming that the, that the family bamboozled him and pulled a fast one and had him sign this documentation that made him. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know Michael what he was signing. Orr's Michael Orr is. Yes. And the family is like, we didn't make that much money off of this. Now, the two people ask Michael Lewis what he thinks. Is he he's not involved. I haven't seen him comment yet on this. It's really awkward. This was like the biggest feel good story of 2009. Everyone loved this story. Like this was such like Hallmark TV type stuff. Oh, this was one of those ones that, you know, I watched alone. Then I said, Jess, you got to watch this movie. Yeah. You know, we watched the movie. She liked it. The kids probably, I know the two older ones have watched it and liked it. Um, I mean, the little brother stole the show a lot of times. Yeah, he did. Scenes, yeah. And it was just, you know, they had that car accident. There was so much. Um, and the guy made it. I mean, he was in the NFL, like multiple teams. I don't I I, got to see why is this coming up now? There's that's what everyone's asking. Is he busted? Is he? he, I hope not. I really, really hope not. I mean, play for the Ravens, Titans and Panthers. I I mean, I really hope he's not broke. That would be, you know, Sean Tui, the, the father said, the last thing I needed was 40 grand from a movie. And I will say it's upsetting that people would think that I would want to make money off my children. He sold this company for $213 million. So he has kind of a point that what do I need? What do I need to rip he off? He sold his company for $213 million? Yeah. So they were fine financially. Like they, they, they had plenty of money. <laughs> for them to rip off Michael Lohr didn't make any sense. But Michael is clearly going after back pay or something. Someone is, my worry is that Michael Lohr is broke. Oh, and so he's man. going out, he's going, this somebody got to him and said, do you know what this is? They did this to you. They ripped you off. You should have made way more money than you did. And the family is saying, look at nobody knew this movie was going to be big. Nobody knew the movie was going to be as 
profitable as it was, it was great for the people who had the back end, Michael Lewis's of the world. They made a ton of money, but the family, the, the people who were in the, the story of the movie wasn't. I don't know how much money they would have made off the book even. Michael Lewis highlighted them in the book, but like it wasn't like it was a movie or a book about Michael Orr per se. Right. It was about the book. It was about the blind side. It was about the NFL. You know, they turned it into the story about Michael Orr. It just sucks. It just it's it puts such a bad taste in everyone's mouth now because we all watched it. We all loved the movie, loved the story. I remember watching Michael Orr play for the Ravens, going, This is crazy. Like, look at the right. story. This is so cool. You know, oh, he was he played for multiple teams, made a lot of money, but it feels like he may have you know lost it now. I don't know. That's I I, I gotta read more into it. It's very complicated. Why. It's very I don't like that. I, I don't like the sounds of any of this. No, it's it's really well. CBW just came in a chat and said, per Google, left tackle Michael Orr earned $34,170,000 in his NFL career. So, what does he need? Like, what does he need this money for? We're talking about thousands. Now, it's thousands of dollars, but like he could just, this was brought up by Pro Football Talk today, and, and, and Mike, Mike Florio said it like, if he was mad and he wanted to just break the conservative ship, he's 18. He just breaks it. Like it's not hard to do that. He's an adult. So like nobody can control you anymore after 18. So like, what are we, what are you really after? You think you have to prove it, that you got bamboozled and you got lied to and they corrupted you. They stole money from you. But how much money are we really talking about? Right. It might not be a lot of money. So like if they can document, they can show it. And this is what the Tui family is saying. They're like, look, we didn't get a lot of money. We had money from other places. We didn't need to, what are we Maybe taking 14? That money? Maybe, but that's because what he's claiming is if he's a, if he's the son, he would be involved. He could be involved in that money potentially. Right. But the family's not saying you're not our son. <laughs> the family's he's saying, I'm not really your son. You guys have me to do this. So I don't know if that's the end goal that like when the Tui family, when Sean Tui dies, or the mom dies and they both die off. Like who gets the inheritance? I don't know if they're setting it up for a fight like that. It just feels very awkward to have this conversation this long after the fact, because if you were mad about it, you should have been mad about it about 15 years ago. Right. When the movie came out, like there should have been a whole different time of when you were looking at your documentation, reading, getting a lawyer. Like when you're in the NFL, you have a, you have a lawyer, your agent's a lawyer. So like pull all my stuff, find out what they made from the movie. What, what's my cut? You tell me February of 23 is when you finally woke up to realize, let me look at what I signed 15 years ago. Oh man. It I, I, it's, 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 <laughs> I guess we're going to find out more. I'm I'm it. The whole thing bums me out and makes me like, I don't like fighting about money with mm -hmm. fam. I don't like having these discussions, period. I can't imagine. Like, because it looks bad on Michael. I mean, just going into it, it doesn't look good for Michael Orr. Like, if this family, I don't think it did looks this, good for anybody. It doesn't, but if this family didn't do it, like, my thing is that, like, it, it, like most, well, I've read two stories, and it's both from lawyers, and they, and they both are saying that, like, you have to prove the family did this nefariously back in like right. 2006 and exactly. seven. Exactly. Right. And you Which, have to prove that you did not know about it. Right. Until February of 23, which is going to be hard for a judge to sit there and be like, wait a minute. You made how much money as an NFL player? Yeah. You had a legal rep during that whole time? Yeah. No one pulled the documentation on that to read that? 
And now you're coming to a courtroom saying you didn't know what you signed. It, it's a pretty big leap. I mean, that is a, and I'm not saying the two is didn't do something nefarious or wrong. and didn't lie to Michael Orr to get him to right. sign it. I'm just saying the time that was spent from when they supposedly got him to sign the documentation to when he's claiming he read it is a, is hard. <laughs> that is a hard leap to make for anybody. Just be using your brain as a logical human being to say you signed a document that could have kept you away from millions of dollars and you didn't read it until February of 23. Right. <laughs> that's tough to, that's hard to put your mind around. So it sucks, but th th that that's going to keep going. We'll find out more. You're right. We'll find out more in a little bit. Question to you on this. So there are states about to come on board. Kentucky and North Carolina are both going to come online here in the next six months. North Carolina on January 1st, you can bet mobily. Right now you can do brick and mortar in North Carolina, but mobile goes live in January. Right. Kentucky, I think is the same time, time frame. If you are an athlete in Kentucky, a college athlete in Kentucky or in North Carolina, and you bet on a game that you play in, it is a felony. It's a felony to do it. It's not a misdemeanor. This is a felony to bet even on yourself to win. If you bet on a contest in which you are involved in, it is a felony in Kentucky. It's a felony in North Carolina. Wow. Are we going to see more? Wow. Are we going to see more cases like Iowa and the Iowa athletes getting arrested? But this time, they'll be charged as felons for doing it. Oh, man. just the college athletes. Yeah. Oh, I think no. I think it's everybody. I think I think it's college and pro. But there's not pro in Kentucky. There's pro in North Carolina. Hmm. Wow. How can it be that way in one and not in another? State by state. That's our constitution. I know, but like, it's just, <laughs> it's this our is, country. I mean, a felony is not just a, this mm -hmm. is no joke now. This mm -hmm. is no fine and stop doing it. Right. Misdemeanor. Slap on the take wrist. away your college eligibility. Yeah. This is, this is record. Yep. This is jail you, time. This you're is, a felon. You're a convicted is, felon. You're on a job application. Everybody can give you a felony. Yes. What'd you do? I bet on a football game I played in. Oh, it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> but it has to be, right? Like, I, I don't know. Is this... Will we see more stories like this. Yes. I mean, this is... The, the Iowa thing is... Tip of the iceberg. It's it's to tell them, listen... We're coming. You're, We're you're, coming. You're right. You, we have to do this because... We set the guidelines. You didn't listen. You didn't take us serious. Now you will, maybe. But I mean, you make the laws, and I mean, people speed every day. I drove to your house. Someone went by me today, going, "I swear they were going a hundred. Was coming on a two fifteen, and I was like, that car had to be going a hundred. I was going seventy, and it passed me like I was standing still. Oh, it's probably more than a hundred then. So people speed. Yeah. And, and and violate the law. People do bad things all the time. This is one of those things. I do you think it's going to go? Then is this going to be the norm? Felonies in states for betting on no, because kids will stop doing it. No chance. I think no. they, I think they'll stop. I think kids will stop. I think the geo, the technology, the big brother nature of this is pretty darn significant because the kids think that if I use my mom's account 
that's on my phone, they're not going to be able to track me. And they're finding out they can not just track you, they can geolocate you right down to where you're sitting in the in the room getting your ankle taped. So where does the line get drawn? Can their parents bet on the game? Well, that's the question because it, it's parents are legally allowed to bet on the game. Yes. It's the player. So, I mean, if the parent bets on a game, but mm-hmm. and it's the parent's account, that's okay. If it's on the parent's phone and you can geotarget to where the parent physically yeah, is, yes, that's fine. Yes, that's 100% fine. It, 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 the kids it, it, are getting caught because they're on their own phones. Parent's account, their own phone. In the locker room, in the facility. They can do it at home, at the movies. Correct, too. yes. So whether yeah. they're on location or not, it's still a felony. But it's like, a, it's like an alibi, right? Where were you when this bet got made? They have the actual time of the transaction. So they can, where were you? You got to prove where you are to say that wasn't you because it was your phone in a movie theater. Were you at the movies? They can go pull security footage when yeah. you're walking through a casino or you're walking through a, a, a mall or whatever it might be. And they go, huh, at 12.05, you walked past this security camera. At 12.15, you were sitting down in a movie theater. And at 12.16, someone placed a bet on Kentucky football against Tennessee from your phone with your mom's account. That's you. You made that bet. The best is when, and I mean, guys, I've seen it. Like, it's real. We've, we've, we used it when. We had guys that were betting hmm. and we knew they were working together. And they'd be like, I don't even know that guy. Really? Because your phone and their phone are sitting right next to each other. Really? You don't know them, huh? One of you get the bet and we're moving the number. End of discussion. <laughs> like you can see that with the geolocation stuff. You can see that, wow. Coincidentally, both of you are at Starbucks right now. <laughs> you should go over and say hello because he's trying to lay six too. How about that? Like, you can't fool him with this stuff. So, I mean, a felony? Are you good with this counselor? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be gray areas to it, but I'm okay with it being on the books to be a felony. Yeah. To to, to have these kids stop from doing it, show them how serious this is. Yeah. Oh, man. All these resources and all this other Just don't bet. It's not hard. $7 a game. Doesn't matter. Just don't bet. It's easy. It is easy, but. Just don't bet. So you're 21 and you're on a team. You can't bet. Correct. You can't bet anything, not just your own team games. You can't no, bet you, anything, no, right? No, no, no. It's a felony if you bet on your own team. That's the law. Okay. What happened to Iowa players? Iowa betting on your own team, win or lose, against your team or So on- can I bet the Oklahoma-Texas game if I'm at Iowa State and playing football? Underage, you cannot. No. But it's if I'm 21 and I'm watching again, we're off you, our bye week. I, I, I don't know what Oklahoma. the law is on that. I, Texas. I, I just know that the, the story is that Kentucky and North Carolina have laws on their books that states what the Iowa kids did by betting on games that their team is playing in, that they're on the team. It's a felony for what those kids did. In Iowa, it's not. In Kentucky and North Carolina, it's a felony. Whew. Man, oh, man. 
So those states are upping the stakes and saying, we're not going to have these types of stories. And they're going around and talking to their, to their universities. They're having people come in to talk to them and tell them, hey, guys, this is no joke here. OK, you see what's going on in Iowa? Those are misdemeanor charges. You do that here in Kentucky, you're a felon. At what point? I mean, like you realize, all right, I'll find something else to do, right? Like I don't want. It's it's, it's pretty simple. I'm gonna give up playing football. I'm gonna give up playing football because I want to bet. That's a joke. Discussion. You're an if you quit football because you want to gamble, you got something wrong with you. You need help. You're addicted. Williams quit football to smoke weed, didn't he? That's different. It was a lifestyle choice. Gambling's not a lifestyle. Our show is called Bostonian versus the book. We talk about gambling every day. I know. It's a lifestyle. What are you talking about? It's not a lifestyle. If 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 you told me I can still host this show if I was never allowed to gamble anymore, you can talk about gambling. You can you can, you can look at lines. You can be around it. I don't have to make a bet. Right. I can do a radio show. I can do a TV show. I can be a, a personality without having to make a wager. People are doing it every day and there's so, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So like that's, yeah. you know, if you have to be able to put money down to be able to play college football, there's something wrong. Like you need help. Well, It'll no, be there you, when you're out. But that's the thing. Like guys, I mean, I tell the kids that all the time, like you got your whole life ahead of you. Don't worry Why about rush it? it right now. It, it's yeah. not worth the felony doesn't go away. It sticks with forever. You. And you got to tell them every time you apply for a job, what'd you do? Oh, I got popped for what? You got to tell them the whole story every single time. It's not worth it. Nope. So I don't think, I mean, I, I'm okay with it only because it, at some level, there's got to be enough of a penalty that the kids say, okay, I'm not doing that. And they know not to. Well, they should, but again, I don't, I don't think it stops it, you know? No, I mean, look, look at if if you had made Napster a felony to download music in the '90s, no kid would have done it. But it wasn't. It was. It was. There was no one ever got caught. No one ever got prosecuted. Nobody. So everybody did it. Well, I had a guy that was so good at it. I had a I had a fraternity brother. He get to every every song in the world. Yeah, rip it down. I had thousands of songs on my computer on my iPod on my iPod, all from Napster. Thousands and thousands. Right. My attitude was, "Come get me." Let's go. <laughs> remember the remember the Columbia music scam? No. Do you remember that scam? That scam no. was phenomenal. Go ahead and they gave you all those CDs for 50 cents in the beginning in, in the mail. And they then mailed them all. You just don't pay them. <laughs> you just didn't pay them. You have you all the CDs. Them. You can't do anything about it. You couldn't do it. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Come get me. I'm 18 years old. Come get me. Let's go. They might still look for you. I mean, look go at ahead, this Michael Orr. <laughs> this is years. They're later. out of business, thank God. But everyone, I mean, there, there was a, every kid in my high school did it. Everybody did it. We all, it was it was the best scam. And then Napster came in. You stopped ripping off Columbia. You start ripping off going to Napster. And LimeWire was the next thing. The LimeWire was the next iteration. When you got real serious, you got LimeWire. That was even more aggressive. I I was in Curacao at that time. I didn't know what the hell that was. Ripped it all down. I mean, you just did. There wasn't a single MP3 in the world that you couldn't access. If it was on the internet in some ways, LimeWire Lime could go find it and rip it down for you. Wow. So like. I'm the sucker that was still going by CDs and stuff. <laughs> uh-uh. I was doing it. So, I mean, it happens. Kids do. I did stupid things. Kids do stupid things all the time. You got to make it. The penalty has got to be severe. Right. 
Otherwise, they're going to say, oh, it's a, I'll risk it. Yeah. Okay. What happened to that kid? Oh, he got busted. Oh, I won't do that. He got caught X, Y, and Z. Here's how he got caught. I won't get caught. Got to make the penalty severe enough that they're like, I'm never doing that. That's stupid. I'm not going to do that. No. It's hard to believe that. I mean, it's like always growing up, it was always like, you know, they don't, they don't bust the betters. They always bust the bookies. That was right. always the thing. And, you know, oh, you don't get nothing to worry about here. This, whatever. Now you really got something to worry about. Like you really got something to worry about. This is, I think if this goes and this actually has legs, I think more states follow suit. What has legs? Cause it's on the books. That they'll make it a felony to bet on your college sport. It's already on the books. It's do they enforce In those two it? States, I think more states will follow it. I agreed. I think that'll be the, you know, like there's, 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 there's moments in all of this that's going on that I kind of try to always look at, is this one of those watershed moments? You know, when past past, obviously that was a watershed moment when the first state opened, that was a watershed moment. Like, and, and you sit then see the trickle down effect, a felony for betting on games. If this sticks, this is going to be one of those ones in a year, two years, whatever we're going to be talking about. You remember when we talked about that on the BVB? Cause we're going to still be doing the show. Contrary right. to a lot of people's belief, we will, <laughs> you and I will still be doing the show. So yeah. we'll have one of our own watershed moments. Yeah. Just watch it. I mean, those two states going on board, other states coming online. There's, I think, three states are supposed to go online before the end of the year or right after the first of the year. And then other states could come on board. We'll save the Florida story uh, coming for tomorrow. tomorrow. We, can, yeah. we, can run it, we can run into better to book it here and keep that on our friends with Sports Grid here in just one second. All right, better to book a time here. Uh, it is the Commissioner's Cup here in Las Vegas. Aces against the Liberty. Vegas team total over 91 and a half. Vegas averages 93 and a half per game. They have scored way over this in the last four home games. They scored 98 in the first meeting against New York at home. They only scored 62 in the meeting in New York. Payback time coming tonight for the Aces. Over maybe a good play, but the route is potentially on the table. So I don't want to have to suffer through the liberty not scoring enough. Betting it or booking it. Um, I say bet it. I'm not, I mean, I'm trying to get the people in this house excited about going to this game. I was going to 6 p.m. down there and go. 6 yeah, p.m. start, so you know, okay. not 7, six, nine, seven, six, 9 p.m. Eastern. Prime video, by the way, if you're looking for it, it's not on ESPN. It's a prime video only. Oh. Broadcast. Yeah. It's the Commissioner's Cup. It's not part of the contract. What does the Commissioner's Cup mean? Same thing the NBA Cup's going to be. Just a little midseason. Let's play some games. Yeah. Coming to Vegas to finish the last two games. They play tonight and tomorrow. Two games. It says on my thing here tonight and Thursday. Oh, is it? Okay, sorry. Tonight, Thursday? Okay. Yeah. They play two games this week here. But tonight's the first one. Man, oh, man. Betting it? Yes? Yes. Braves team total over five and a half minus 125. Luis Severino is actually pitching tonight for the Yankees. An 0-5 record with an opposing batting average of 373. That's not a lie. Stop Against the number one scoring no. team at home in baseball. Stop talking and just bet over. <laughs> what can I add to this? Like, seriously, you see what the Braves are doing? Yep. It's in Atlanta. 
Severino's just a you know the, the term is batting practice. I used to say he's batting practice yeah. over five and a half first five as well can be bet if you'd like to. That's team total Braves five and a half for team total, but that's gotta win. Yeah. Finally, Rangers, Angels. Rangers, angles, angels, angles, Rangers, angels, the Rangers, angles. There's <laughs> <laughs> all kind of angles. Rangers, angels, over eight and a half. Well, you corrected that really fast. That was great. Yeah. Rangers, angels. Got to keep you honest. That's good. Um, Rangers, angels, over eight and a half. Number one, well, number two. It's the number two home team to the over six runs per game for the Rangers, just behind the Braves. Why don't you average. do Texas team total over? Um, because Montgomery might get hit pretty hard tonight. And because they only scored one run last night, Shohei didn't do very much. They could put some runs on the board. Is he even playing? Is he playing tonight? I think so. But the Angels did not have any offense last night. I think the Rangers score, but I think the Angels might score too. So it's just sort of a a gut feeling that the Angels may put some points on the board or some runs on the board tonight. Um... This would be one of the book's biggest needs. I, I, I'll play under book. or over. I'll play book another book on the under. Okay. I'll play book guy and punish myself and take the under. So I'll, okay. I'll book this one. Two and one works for me. Yeah. I if have a question get... for you. Okay. Philadelphia, or Toronto. I have Philadelphia. Bet it or book it in Toronto. Wheeler at Kikuchi. Wheeler's been name on the board. Wheeler's been very inconsistent. I, I got Philly. You betting it or booking it? Bet it. You just said he's inconsistent. He is, but Philly's really hot right now. Philly's been Gucci's one of the been great. He's given up one earned run or less in last yeah. five starts or something. According I don't like Toronto. I, I don't like Toronto. Okay. Uh, you guys are live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move. We have bonus time coming up for you guys who are on Sports Grid. Thank you so much. We're back tomorrow, same place, same time here. But for those guys who are live, bonus time. <laughs> Favorite thing about today is what? Chef Benny. Delivery. Helmet. P. Ralt's t-shirt. My lid here. Pens. BVB pens that I'm going to show everybody. I have a glass I too. I have a BVB glass. BVB beer. glass. Beer, beer glass. Upstairs, upstairs to the studio. Along with all the other stuff. We've made a connection with so many people from all over the country and chef benny was here he brought us bucket hats i couldn't find the bucket hat before the show right he had buckets hat bucket hats made for us when he came to see the show open a box with a handwritten note and a bunch of stuff so my favorite thing about today was opening that last night and it having had been here for three days no one in this house tells me anything Wow. Daddy, there's a box, you know, with your name on it. There is? Where? Over there. Oh. Like, huh. nobody could have mentioned this? <laughs> like, and they're like, well, you did you see it when you walked in? I've walked by it for five, four days, I think. Really? Thursday? Yeah. Somebody just took it and put it in by the thing. That's how last week was with Pet Bash yeah. and, and the signups and the late nights. I didn't, I saw a box there, but there's other boxes there. Right. So I didn't even stop think to look. of it. And I was last night, I came downstairs after finishing the sports grid and I was like, 
This box has my name on it. Nothing comes to this house with my name on it. Amazon guy, I met him yesterday, introduced myself. I said, you're here a lot, aren't you? He said, pretty much every day. I said, nothing is ever for me. He said, I understand, brother. He said, have a good day. Okay, cool. So, yes, favorite thing about today, the box, the helmet, the pens. Reminded me again why we're doing the show live Thursday and Friday. Not this week. Next week, what's the 24th and 25th? Thursday, Friday. Yeah, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, the 24th, Friday, the 25th. We'll be live doing this. Ease producing. We're going to be hanging out all day after. Come oh, sign yeah. up just for the, if you don't even sign up for the contest, come and, and hang out, hang out, watch the show, maybe bring something to the table. Let the let the brigade watching the show from all over the country see you. That was a big hit last time. And uh, I'm working on getting Sydney to run upstairs and say hello to us. Are you really? Why not? The people want more Sydney and Angie. Were you DMing them on, on Twitter? Oh, no. <laughs> Jessica, if you're watching the show, I don't even know these people's names. I don't know what he's talking about. We'll talk about it later. That's phenomenal. They may just magically appear. They just magically appear. Oh, yeah. Both of them or just one of them? I don't know yet, P. Ralt. We're going, we're working on things constantly. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's going to be interesting. Uh, my favorite thing about today hasn't happened yet, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not yet. Madeline's walking home from school today for the first time. Big move. Oh, God. So I, the, oh, this, is, this is like a, got to see if she makes it. I, I'm going to do a little stealth dad thing. I'm going to kind of like be at the corner. I'm going to watch how they, how they do it. So I can follow them a little bit and make sure they're going to be all right. Everybody's the same. So I just need to make sure that it's not going to be. How many people in the group two. walking home? Her and who? Julia. Julia is a, Julia oh, is yeah. a spy. You ain't going to worry about Julia. She'll yeah, she yeah, yeah. That's She'll fall. Julia's been gone. She's missed today's her first day of school. They've been in Utah for yeah. when they went camping for two weeks. So Madeline hadn't seen her for two weeks till this morning. And then Julia said, I'm walking home today. And Madeline looked at me and said, I'm walking home today. And I said, I looked at I looked at Julia's mom and I said, Really? And she goes, Yeah, she said Landon, her older brother, will be sort of further ahead, but he'll be okay. in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, All right. I said, and then I said, as they went to school, I said to her, I said, I'll sit at the corner and I'll just watch, and just be there. And she goes, okay, thanks. Cause she's like, I'm a little nervous too about Julia. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they're nine. Like they're walking home from school. Like it's, a mile, it's only half a mile. It's not that far, but so if it works, it's a big moment for Madeline to kind of, kind of spread the wings type of thing. So it's, it's good. We're slowly starting to like, Get her a little more independent and start oh. to get her into oh. that feel of. If you get this move made inside the house, right into that room, I was so excited. And we were selling that pretty good on, <laughs> oh, on yeah. Sunday. It's good. That was good. And she's she's in about it. She's thinking about it, and like oh. she's you know, it depends on the on the day. She's coming or going on it, but it's it's the process. She was selling me that, on it. Yeah, that the brain great. is. She wants to be a big kid. You know, she's starting to get that feeling yes. of like, I want to be, I want to be a bigger kid. And like, and yes. I've, I've told her this. So like, you know, I, whether it's good or not, I don't know, depending however you, your parenting style is, but I've told Madeline, I'm going to expect a lot of you. Like you're an only child. I'm going to expect a lot of independence and I'm going to expect you to do a lot on your own and be able to be comfortable with that, doing that on your own, because that's how I was. And I was, I mean, I raised my little brother, but 
I did a lot of things on my own because I was the oldest. And like, you're the only child. You're the oldest and the only. So there's things you're going to be asked to do early in life. Like, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Like, I need you to help right. me and do different things around the house. Right. So it's good to start having her want that and go like, I'm going to walk home. And I'm like, okay, that might be a one-shot deal. This might only happen today, but I'm going to go at about 3.15. I'm going to go out there and do some dad spying and... You know, make sure that it, that it all works out well. And if not, she'll get in the back of the car and I'll drive her home and we'll be all good. And that will be a one-time experiment. <laughs> didn't even tell her mom. Like, I'm not even telling her. Like, oh, absolutely not. Her. Not even telling her. Not, not no even starting chance. that war. This is between me and you. Yeah. This is, this is, a, this is it. If, it, if it works, then we'll tell her. But if it doesn't work, there's like, there's nothing. Never happened. Never happened. It never even happened. We're all good. I was there the whole time. I was watching the whole time. So that's what we're going to wind up doing. Folks like subscribe. You do an awesome job. I appreciate every one of you guys who are, I see all the comments that you guys are making them about the review thing too. Like to leave the reviews or the five stars on the, on the Spotify. Cause that yeah. it up or something. If so you, Spotify if an audio a, only person. Yeah, if you're an audio only person and you listen to the show on Spotify, there's a five star little top left-hand corner thing. Go ahead and hit that. Cause Spotify is starting to track that a lot more. And they're starting to push more podcasts in the algorithm who have high five star ratings. So if you're listening on Spotify or if you have Spotify, go give us a five star rating on Spotify. If you can, if you remember to do so. Apple's already always done that. So keep right. doing it on Apple, liking and subscribing and leaving reviews on Apple. We always appreciate you guys doing that. But Spotify has been pushing that as well. But on YouTube as well, I see every day, I see all the comments, everything you guys are doing. We're super right. thankful of everything you guys have done. And it, we feel it. Just so you know, like we feel the energy starting towards football. That engine is turning over and it's starting to, you know, that locomotive is pulling out of the station. So it's going to be fun. We got a lot coming up. Westgate Super Contest weekend starts on Thursday. <laughs> the Circa Million weekend starts on Thursday. Oh. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then Labor Day weekend, which will be a four-day bender here in town oh, <laughs> up God. until the start of the NFL season the following weekend. And it's NFL football season and away we go. So month left. You thought about signing up and entering the contest. You've heard us talk about it. You got a month. Okay. To plan your trip to Vegas, come here, meet with us, have us sign you up, spend the night in Vegas or not come in, come out, be a part of it. But as games start to become closer and closer, that's when you're going to go, huh? (laughs) I might want to do that. Yeah. Happened to me. First time. (laughs) I first time I signed up for the circuit million contest. I did it two days before the year started. It was just, you get that bug and you're like, Oh, I got to do this. This is too oh, man. So just so you guys know, we're here for you. If you guys you got pens too, we'll write your name down on everything. We <laughs> Benny, you're the best, man. Thank, thank you for that. Really thank appreciate you. it. Back tomorrow, same place, same time for a Wednesdays. BVB. I understand about the food, baby. Bubba, but we're still.